Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days. As you probably know, our podcast, Tender Love and Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of The Other Way and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful Trash TV loving listeners, every Tuesday. Good evening, Kate. Good evening. How is everything going over there? Well, I just told you the story about how my neighbor is fostering husky puppies that I went to go and see. So it's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. That's so great. Hmm. So what about yourself? What are you up to in Austin? I don't know what Um, that means. I I really apologize. Alston Texas. Alston Texas. Um, I mostly stay inside at this point. It's we have heat warnings all the time. It's over a hundred degrees every day. So I rarely go outside at this point. (laughs) God, I didn't. I don't know why I didn't realize that. I mean, it is. You know what? It's because it just hasn't been like that here. Yeah. So we're only just starting to warm up. But to think of like other parts of the country now that are England for all the English listeners. Yeah, England was boiling as well. And we don't even have air conditioning. So um, yeah, my, it's that's crazy. It's that hot. Yeah. So oh. it's just, you know, watching all my shows, playing my video games. Watching my shows, <laughs> watching my shows, playing my video games, drinking my wine. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Kate, we obviously are here to get into before the 90 days. Right. Obviously. Now, I had told listeners, I can't remember whether it was on this show or one of um, the other shows Kate and I do, uh, whether it was our Wheel of Shame show or whatever, but I was letting you go, or our um, Orange County show, which comes out on Friday, that I was going to pump on last Friday, we're recording this Monday night, last Friday to bid adieu to pump, as we know, the institution of pump is closing down. And as a VPR listener and fans, we watched it from the beginning. We watched the 100 year old olive trees being put in we saw the fights in real housewives of beverly hills that took place there i mean there's been a lot that's gone on when brandy like ripped off um a branch of the olive tree and lisa was angry with that i mean we've seen a lot go down there right kate and i had spoken about our magical night that we'd had that i'll never forget it now my night was not so magical (laughs) (laughs) Listen, 
My friend and I went for one drink. <laughs> that was a pump to no. Here's the problem. We decided to go for happy hour because, of course, we wanted to get it cheaper and not pay like $25 for a cocktail. So the problem is we went at the beginning of happy hour. And you, if you're smart, you go towards the end. You should not be going at the beginning of happy hour. But because we're two cheapskates, we went at the beginning of happy hour. So we get there. We get there, Kate. And we Ubered. We Ubered. Well, I here's the hell. This, this, this is, this is going to play into it. I parked my car at my friend's house. This is how confident and cocky and how much I was lying to myself that I was going to be okay. I was like, I'll park my car at my friend's house. We'll Uber from her place. Then I'll just drive home. Just drive home afterwards. Yeah, just a cute little cocktail. We were going out for one drink. So we get into pump and we sit down and we immediately get some goss. Immediately. So, I mean, I kind of semi do not kind of have to protect whatever. I don't have people's names, but a worker at pump, let's just say that. A worker at pump, we started talking to them, obviously. And they said to, I said, you know, I'm so sorry that um, every, you know, this is closing. And th- and she was like, yeah, it's really, really heartbreaking. Um, I, she was really upset about it. She says, I've worked here for two years. She said, I would never want to work anywhere else. This, um, I love everyone that works here. And I was like, well, I wonder if you can go work for another one of Lisa's restaurants. And she said, quote, I would never work for Lisa Vanderpump again. <gasps> even though she loves working there it's so, just everyone else that works there dig 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 i was like oh pray tell not that i have a podcast i'm going to tell everyone listening on the podcast what you mean so <laughs> she said she said the way things went about she goes she's and then she got she was upset she goes you know she's opening other restaurants she's opening stuff in vegas and we're getting shut down we're all out of jobs and I was like, oh, got it. Yeah. She goes, and she hasn't offered us, any of us, to go work anywhere else. And it's That's... just so rude. So I said, how did you find out? I said, was it a manager or whatever? And then she goes, it's interesting. She said, Kenneth Todd came in. Not Ken Todd. It was so funny. She goes, Kenneth Todd came in and sat us all down and told us. So can everyone see Tom? Um, Ken, oh, yeah, I just messed that up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so mixed up with all these Kens and Toms and Jason Manzoukas. I'm sorry. Anyway, so he's, she said, Kenneth, Kenneth Todd came in and she said, at least he gave us the courtesy. But, you know, we're all really upset about it all. And you could tell the atmosphere in that place, dude. And when I tell you the food we got. Okay. Terrible. So I was like, thank you so much for your service. You know, I thanked her, told her. And then, um, so we start having our, have to order a pump teeny. Obs, um, right? Obviously. Obs. Yeah. Get the first pump in. Um, pump teeny. I did say that really loudly. Not, I was just forgetting where I was. So I was really, I embarrassed myself before I even had a drink. I was like, pump teeny. Really That's what I mean, at this point, it's, we're compulsively shouting it. So Shouting it. So I have the guys, this is probably going to go on an hour. I'm going to make this short and sweet. I promise you. So anyway, I have the pumptini. Then um, we ordered like we weren't doing full dinner. So we ordered everything, basically things that were on the happy hour menu. Right. So there was a a, we love burrata. So we had a burrata salad. Want to just let you know the way it was described. You know, arugula, burrata, heirloom tomatoes, pinch of this, pinch of that. Blah, blah, blah. Then we ordered, um, it was like garlic and parmesan um, pommes frites. Um, so it's like, great. Always got to get some chips in. Then, um, oh, there's the fire department just turned up outside my house. Hmm. <laughs> drama, 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 drama. Oh, um, okay. Don't think it's anything okay? to do with me. Hopefully everyone's okay. Um so we ordered that. I'm trying to think what the third thing was. The third thing, the burrata that oh the shit. Cheese balls? No, that was that's sir. Cheese balls. Oh, they don't that. they don't serve those there. Okay. Not a pump. No. Oh, I know what it was. We got like avocado egg rolls. Like the type you get at the cheesecake factory, which are always good. Always good. 
Anyway, Kate, when I tell you what was put down in front of us and me and my friend looked at each other and went, and by the way, these still aren't like five bucks plates. They're like 12 and $15. Right. The fries, they were, they were chunky chips. And when I say they were drowning in oil in the bottom and there were three scrapes of Parmesan cheese just thrown on top of them. I went, sorry. And then the burrata salad was put down and we both looked at each other and started laughing. It's a blob of burrata, love, and two bits of tomato underneath it. That was a burrata salad for $15. Those chefs said, we are done. done. Dude, it wasn't just front of house. Back of house was done as well. (laughs) So we were just like, you have got to be kidding me. But also we were like, we don't need to line our stomachs because we're only having one drink anyway. Then the server kept coming over and they do it. A happy hour is going to end soon. And FYI, my friend blamed me for this night. It was not my fault. <laughs> my friend kept saying, oh, well, we should get another one, shouldn't we? Because happy hour. They, we always do that. They think, well, we better just, you know, have five drinks in front of us because happy hour is ending. So we get more pump teenies. I stuck with the pump teenies. Now, I am not a lightweight by any means. Um, I am not like a teeny tiny skinny girl that gets wasted on like one drink. But when I tell you I was one and a half into pump teenies, done. The night was done at that point. I was already drunk. And I just thought, oh, dear, Polly, what is ahead of you? I'll tell you what was ahead of me. Embarrassment, humiliation, but still getting some gossip. Next stop. We've, I could barely remember all of this. This is me just putting all this together from eyewitness reports. They got to get through those bottles. So they're just doing heavy pours. (laughs) Get rid of the stock. (laughs) So true. So, all right. I just remember us finishing paying the bill. Then we walked. And of course, next stop, Sir Alley. We're going Sir Alley. So it's down the road. So as we're leaving. No, it wasn't in pump. No. Yeah. So we leave pump. and We're like, we didn't see anyone, but okay. All right. We go to, we go into Sir straight away. Who do I spy? Guillermo. So I see Guillermo, who's the co-owner. I, now like three pumptinis in, so confident, walked right up to him. Guys, this is so embarrassing. I'm honestly telling you this and please all be embarrassed for me. Walked right up to him, put my hand out and said, hi, I'm Pauline. And he's like, uh, hi, hi, I'm Guillermo. And I said, I'm so, so I went straight into, I'm so sorry about what's happening with ev- everything with the Toms. Don't. <laughs> why i said this at sir where the toms aren't even involved guillermo has nothing to do with that and he was like and he looked at me and i thought back out back away and he just goes thank you so much for coming into the rest i was cut down i was cut down hi i'm pauline and i'm so sorry what's happening with the toms I am. I'm walking around these places like I'm a celeb. I'm walking around like every single person listens to Tender Loving Ken's like, oh, there's that annoying Brit from that podcast, but she knows her stuff. So you know what? You know, talk to her. You were, you were just giving them Lala and that's fine. So after I embarrassed myself with him, we went to Sir Ali. So we went to Sir Ali, sat in the chairs, like we're so full of ourselves there were people out on their breaks there was one guy i mean the t- honestly it's exactly the same as you've seen it as it was in um in um, vpr so the table's there there's a guy sat down on his break and then me and my friend just sit next to him at the table <laughs> and he's like hi and he, we're like hi get into it with him he was some poor innocent guy that was like i had no idea the show was even filmed here i'm from utah which was funny right <laughs> He's like, my friend, I drove out. I moved out to California because my friend moved out to California. I was like, oh, to be an actor. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to live in California. I was like, awesome. So he says, I follow him out here. And he's like, I've got a job for you at this restaurant. And I started a week before Scandal broke. So he said, I had no idea what was going on. He said, I had reporters coming up to me as I left the restaurant and he's like, I'm just some kid from Utah. It was brilliant. (laughs) So we got some great gossip from him. And then we were like, okay, next, next. So my friend at this point is like, I have to go home. And I was like, no, we don't. 
Uh oh. So we go. Let's um, let's just go for another drink, and we'll go to Tom Tom. Why I wanted, to, and I said, oh, we shouldn't be giving them money, but whatever. We're like, we're going to Tom Tom. So we exit through, sir. Someone taps him on the shoulder. I would love to say it was a fan. I'd love to get to that point, but it was actually security. No, it wasn't. It was my friend that was walking behind me, taps me like hard on the shoulder, and I turn around, and she just nods. Peter the pirate. Peter the pirate. Peter the pirate. Never disappoints and never is is never not working at Sir. And I just always there. Thankfully, for his sake, he was behind the bar. So I didn't go and make a fool out myself in front of him. But we saw Peter the Pirate. So we exit, trot, 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 all the way round the corner past the Abbey, trot, 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 past Chapel, trot, 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 back past Pump, round past Motherload, going down, and we're at Tom Tom. We go in and we're like, I don't know what I was saying this point, I've got to admit. But we I'm go to the bar. Right now. I'm, like, what is on, I'm sweating retelling this, guys. It was a bloody embarrassment. So we go into the bar, and then um, me and my friend order a drink, some bullshit Tom Tom drink. I don't know what it was. Cost a fortune and was like, just whatever. And I turn around. Oh, no. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I turn around, and Max is there, right? Uh-huh. and he's talking to a group of like middle-aged women that were sat at the bar that you could tell were like really big fans of the show and he was being really nice to them right <laughs> i walk straight up to him while he's having a conversation with these women i go hi i'm pauline and he puts his hand out he's like hi i'm max and i'm like oh you're english where are you from pretending like they didn't know who he was He's like, all I remember of this conversation, and it was bitty at this point. I remember him saying, oh, Gloucestershire. And I was like, oh, so you grew up in Gloucestershire. I just remember, I'm so embarrassed, guys. I'm like blushing thinking about this. I remember him saying to me, no, no, I was like born there, but I wasn't brought up there. Like I came to California and I kept saying, oh, so you were born in England. You were from England. He's like, no, I was raised in I don't. And then he literally like turned his back. Guillermo's in, in on a headset in his yeah. ear, like walk away. <laughs> Guys, I the next thing I remember is standing outside talking to a woman w- that had face tattoos, and I was telling, and she was telling me like her entire life story. Getting back to my friend's house and going, and then getting in her hallway, and my friend is someone that let's say buys a lot of things constantly and I'm always on her about it. And there was this massive box in her, um, in her hallway that she just got delivered. So I'm like, what the fuck? This is at like 2am screaming in her hallway. What the fuck is this that you bought? So we open it in the hallway and she's like, Oh, I remember this. And it's like seven boxes of like protein puffs or something. And I'm like, you need to stop buying so much shit. We get into her apartment (laughs) I eat two bags of them and pass out on a sofa. So <laughs> I mean you know I'm never buying accu- all this stuff that I'm going to eat. <laughs> never accuse me of not being the classiest bitch in the room. I drank too many pumptinis, harassed a young boy from Utah, harassed Guillermo, harassed Max Spoke to a girl with um, tattoos, then harassed my face tattoos, then harassed my friend, then passed out on a sofa. Great night. It was a great night. It's a great night out. And the piece de la resistance is that I woke up in the morning and I was like, no hangover, by the way. Felt great. I was like, oh, don't know how that happened. But I was like, oh, I feel good. My friend was dying of a hangover and she had to go to Vegas in two hours for her friend's birthday. Oh my God. Bless so I got her. my I got my ass in the car, stopped at Burger King and got a large Diet Coke as need be, drove my ass home and passed out. So guys, that was that was pump. Bravo. Thank you. No pun intended. Wow, what a night. I, I only wish I was there. I worked so hard for you guys. I really do. Now, 90 day fiance. 
Let's get on. Wait, I I have to tell you something. I haven't talked to anyone about this. I saw this on, of course, Reddit. I'm always on Reddit. I think. And and they're so dirty six. It's called in Austin. It's this Mm -hmm. crazy party street. There's tons Mm -hmm. of bars. It's it's a wild time. Yeah, I never go there. And I saw on Reddit, this girl got so drunk was separated from her friends. They have uh, cops on horses down there. Yeah. There's a bunch of horse poo in the street. She's sitting down and like smearing it on her face and people are filming her. So I saw that and I thought, okay. Polly? Paul- <laughs> I've never gotten to horse poop on my face level. So. Wow. How do you I don't get know. to the point of having a dirty protest? That's what they call it in jail when you do that, a dirty protest. How do you get to the point of doing that? I mean, harassing Bravo celebrities, yes. But, yeah. you know, putting horse shit on your face, no. i would never seen anything like it. So, na- so now now we can talk. God bless her. God bless her. Now we um, can talk about some more people. Let's doing- talk about some more ding-dongs. All right. So we are on episode four, splash, um, of 90 Day Fiancé the Other Way. Hey, I have, um, let's talk about first, we had a new couple, which was really nice. Let's talk about the new couple. Sure. We met Christian and Cleo. Cleo is Italian, but living in London. Christian is from unclear i didn't write it down minnesota minnesota that's it and we see him being the life of the party he's dressing up in a in a halloween costume from like 10 years ago um (laughs) and he's that party depressed me deeply by the way that oh they were trying to make it look cool and i told the person i was watching with i'm like they're gonna pan out and it's gonna be five people in a yard and it was it was that was hard to watch. It was. Um, so we learned that he is very, very spontaneous. We learned that he had got married like over the pandemic and then broken up, that he meets people, falls in love instantly, and then is out of love with them. All of this, he goes, but until I met Cleo. Um, met Cleo Instagram? TikTok and oh, okay. Instagram. Yeah. And was just like, she's gorgeous. Um, you know, she lives in London. She's from Italy um i think she's amazing and we started talking they've never met and we're leading up to him going over to london to meet cleo we go to london and i was like oi oi dj james kennedy and um (laughs) we're in london and we see um cleo having a hard time like walking around she just tells us that she is um autistic so she's on the spectrum and she's you know she's a lot of loud noises a little bit overwhelming so she discussed like the issues that she has um and london is a very london's a very very noisy city and i know that sounds like a silly thing to say but it's just noisy um so we see her go to meet with a friend um and sit down and she definitely had it was interesting she does has confessionals and she's telling us about her um experience with autism and what is really hard for her and then you see her like talk to the crew she's getting a little bit overwhelmed that was interesting talks to this friend who's known um uh her for a long time about christian she's very much into horoscopes and astrology which was really interesting um and basically just talking about how she really feels really happy about him is excited to see christian and i just i can't remember how much she was like i love are they saying i love you and stuff yeah i think so she tells us that she's a simp for him and he's Mm. he's all she thinks about she's in that infatuated zone right now Mm. um I thought they already seem like a bad match. Just be- And she addresses this, that he is such an extrovert party guy, whereas she doesn't like crowds, doesn't even really like being in like a coffee shop with all these people around. And so I was like, ooh, those are pretty different ways to live. It, it's, it is so true about how you can talk to someone on a screen you can talk through text, but it can be completely different when you meet them in person. 
it just it's completely you don't know them you really don't till you're in person um and then cleo has concerns as well you see her shopping she has concerns because she's a trans woman and she says you know i'm concerned in case when he sees me he's gonna be turned off by some things that he couldn't see like in photos and stuff like that so she has those concerns then we get a discussion about cleo being a trans woman with christian and his friends now I want to do a little bit of a disclaimer on behalf of the friends. They said some really stupid shit, but the whole entire scene was pushed by production so much. It was awful to watch. It was like, you know, production was like, all right, all four of you sit down, pretend like you're playing poker and keep asking Christian about the um, anatomy of his girlfriend. Ask them how they're going to have sex. Ask them what he thinks of trans people. It was, and you could see there was there was one friend that I was actually very attracted to, um, and it's not usually my type with the with the long hair and the ponytail, but I was quite attracted to him actually, the dark yeah. hair. So yeah. don't know what your name is, but if you want to come on the potty, you're more than welcome. Um, he was hot, and he was just like so uncomfortable. I think he said one thing like forced to be like he was like so how's Cleo when are you going to London and Christian's like oh soon didn't even say like in a week or something it was such an awkward conversation and then he is like just inside himself this hot guy being like I don't want to be a part of this I don't want to be a part of this and then the other friend Kate the other male friend that that was hard dude I do agree I think this was very much production's hands were all over this scene. Mm. But the way that the other guy was talking about this, they were being so invasive about Cleo's genitals and transition and insinuating that he must be gay if he's going to be dating a trans woman, which is not the case. And then he tells this, he kind of awkwardly tells this story about how he kissed a guy in college, but no, he's hetero AF. And it was it was odd and uncomfortable. And he does at least say, like, that's for her to talk about. That's not for me to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he at least says that. Um, But the friend is like, oh, well, you better have boobies or something. He's like mimicking, grabbing boobs. But what if Uh, what if she has a dick? What are you going to do with that? And it's just like, whoa, man. Every, they were like that guy next to him was like wincing when Ugh. he was saying that and then this girl who was sat next to christian she was really annoying as well she was like having a confessional she's like i don't know i mean he's not gay so what's he gonna do and it's just like this is so juvenile but production i honestly i could see the words coming out of that guy's mouth and he was so awkward and he was so it was so embarrassing all of it was awful and christian yeah. was being you know on reality TV, unfortunately, you sign up, you have to talk about everything and whatever production wants to ask you, and they will ask you invasive things. And it was horrible that he was having to talk about, maybe he didn't even want to share that he'd kissed a guy in college, but maybe that came out because he, you know, there was so much personal stuff that was coming out. I felt really sorry for him. And I think he handled it well. Overall, I think he handled it really well. Um just by saying that's for Cleo to talk about, it's not for me to. And, um, you know, he identifies as heterosexual, so he is heterosexual and he's in love with a woman. So it's like, well, that's fine. That's what it is. But they're like, yeah, but... And it's just like, let's just stop this whole conversation. Let's just stop. Absolutely. Because it wasn't as if they were like, oh, do you... There was such a more mature way to ask something about this if they did want to ask. They could have said something like, oh, so, you know, how are you feeling about, you know, having this relationship where, you know, you're with a trans person and you've never Mm -hmm. dated someone like that? Like they could have just asked something so much more general, but they got so detailed with what's in her pants. It was like, whoa, okay, unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessary. Okay. So that was Kind of what we got with them. The other thing I want to make fun of him about was was earlier on when he's talking about what attracted him to Cleo. He's like, if a girl can make me laugh, 
Done. Yeah, it's it's over. I was like, oh, how okay. crazy is that? A girl being funny, like a girl being funny. what? I can't. Re- I remember, know. I told you, he is the guy that's like, I'm just so crazy and funny. All my friends tell me I'm so funny. Hey, 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 Christian, you're not funny. So moving on. I mean, it's just so bad. He, yeah, he reminds me of the guy from Ninety Day Fiance UK. Richard, was it? Oh, remember him? Remember he was commenting on all our Instagram. Yeah, he, he was. Is Richard vibes to me? Yeah, like oh, I'm the fun Boy, party guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Kate, why don't you take us over to Romania? Okay, so Rasvin and Amanda... This was hard. Mm. I'm known as the pancake man on my lives. I make the best pancakes in Romania. And then we get footage of Razvan on his, his on his TikTok lives smearing chocolate all over his chest. And yeah. I thought, I, wow, this is I, I can't. I, I can't with Razvan. I I he's me. <clears throat> he is just I don't get him. I don't find him attractive. I, I, we need to just stop the whole influencer thing with him. I don't know. But Amanda is just getting more and more comfort- uncomfortable every single second. We see them going shopping and she's miserable. I don't like that. I don't eat dairy. I don't eat that. I was like, oh, God. Okay. Just, and he was trying to be like, well, what do you eat? What do you eat? She's like, I told you this. Remember? She's being really annoying because she's unhappy and she needs right. to go. That's right. why. That's it. Yeah. She's he's never shopped for her before. It's the first time they're ever meeting and she's Mm. acting like he should know every single thing she likes. It was. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, Takes her to this beautiful park in a country she's never been to before. And she's like, it's kind of spooky and the birds are really loud. Look, just go back to Louisiana. All right. We we get it. We get it. Just go back to Louisiana. Amanda, you're too much. What happened with that phone call, Kate? I didn't get all of that. Okay, so he, much like uh, Soja Boy, yeah, having his music video shoots and everything. Sure. Uh, so he wants to look cool, I think, on the show, and he wants to look cool to her. And so he's like, I, but in his view, he's just, I'm testing her, and I'm going to have this business call in front of her and see how it goes. But really, it's just him calling the guy who's apparently producing his music video okay. and them talking about her right in front of her. Is she the jealous type? Can she handle this? Well, she can be jealous. This will be a test. We'll see if she can handle watching me with another woman in the music video. Okay. Bye. Mm, like, okay. That was annoying. That was annoying. And then, she's what? not going to be okay with it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Like, yeah there there's she's not and she's she's so out of her element it's, production should have stepped in and be like i think you need to go home but nope they just stuck more cameras in her face but um so she goes to him she goes i heard my name was mentioned and then he does he tell her that he tells her a version that doesn't mention him calling her jealous got it got it Classic 90 day. Of course. <clears throat> so, okay, I need to see in the next episode for those two, I, I need something bigger. Like, I can't yeah. be doing this carrying on, meandering through streets in Romania with her just being miserable. Big, we need a big fight. 
We need the fo- a photo shoot. We need someone storming off. We need something, something. I need that friend back. I want the friend, the yes. woman he talked to who clearly. Well, she's going to be the one that's going to be in the music video. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I need that. Boom. Um, we are obviously saving Gino and Jasmine to last. Um, Misha, Misha from Minnesota as well arrives in Israel. Yes. She arrives. She is such a gorgeous woman, isn't she? Stunning. Oh, she's so beautiful, that woman. You see it just her just on as camera hits her, she just look she's just oh she looks gorgeous. Yes, very gorgeous. striking. So she, they meet yeah. at the airport. Yeah. yeah. And he he was less awkward than I thought he would be. I will yeah, say. same, same, same. He hasn't kissed a woman in 16 years and he kissed her. And I was like, okay, this, it wasn't super sloppy and strange. It was, you know, it's just a friendly kiss. Yeah. It was you can tell they know each other pretty well. I think so. They go to the hotel and they obviously, I thought I'm surprised they're staying in the same room. Maybe that's budgetary constraints because we do hear he's on his way being like, well, she can't stay with my mother because my mother knows nothing about her. (laughs) Seven years, by the way, seven years. Oh my goodness. That's going to be a big problem. That was brilliant. I was like, I'm so glad we had something like that added in. Fantastic. Yes. Um, Good texture. They, they share one room with two beds. So they get in there and then this blew my mind. So she, he's like, well, she's like, I need to take a shower. She's been flying for days. So she's like, I'm going to go take a shower. You can go and get the wine. He's like, great. So he goes and gets the wine. When he re-enters that room, she has unloaded, and it's a very small room. She has unloaded two monster suitcases. And um, her clothes, I was getting panicky looking at it. It was chaotic. Her shit was everywhere. She brought like four pairs of everything. She has, they show a pile of shoes. She's there for what, two, three weeks? And she has, half her wardrobe exploded all over this room and then he he's concerned about this and she's like what this is what it is it's organized it's in piles it was so bad i couldn't believe like what like it was like walking in it was so distracting it was shit every you couldn't even walk around she's like it's fine it's fine anyway eventually he's like it's okay it's okay they have some wine and they have some food and then he says so, you know, if you're married, if you already had your um, um, annulment, I'd marry you right now. And she's like, well, I, I don't we need to, you know, really get to know kind of what we're like in person. He's like, I'd marry you right now. She's like, um, we still do, she still doesn't know at this point. The family knows nothing about her. Um, but he's talking to the camera and he's like, well, why not? Why wait? Why wait? It's a romantic. He's a romantic. She- he is, but she's not feeling the intimacy and the physical. She knows that they're not going to have sex, but he mm-hmm. won't even really hold her and hug her that much. She's like, I have to see if I'm going to get the affection that I need yeah, because she, she's trying yeah. to hug him on the bed. And he's like, you're crazy. You have your own bed and kind of like pushes her off. And yeah, yeah, she's, she's she's very tactile and she needs that from him. So we'll see how that we do see a preview for next week, which is great. They're sat in some beautiful place in Israel, and she goes, um, "So your par- so your family, and f- don't know anything about me." And he's like, "Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great." Um, oh we didn't see Tyree Modesto, but we did get a clip about next week. He still thinks that there's a possibility that Carmela is real, the catfish. So the sister is going to sit him down and go through it with him, which I look forward to. Um, we see that he gets upset and like throws his phone away. David in Nebraska, we saw him arrive, right? We did. So before he lands, he tell this broke my heart. If it doesn't work out, it will destroy me. Mm. I was like, oh, I hope it works mm-hmm. out. So anyway, Sheila has packed a bag 
Um, and her parents are watching her son while her and David go to a hotel so they can, you know, get to know each other and not have anyone around uh, other than the cameras. And uh, they have a very emotional and genuine meeting at the airport. Mm. They're crying. They're holding each other for what looked like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, they get the TLC producer. Are you going to have sex tonight? Oh, (laughs) classic, classic TLC. We see them go into bed, right? And then she's like, never i don't know i've never had sex with a deaf man before yep yeah that was it they get to the hotel and it's kind of left uh open-ended now guys we may have just rushed through those couples because i (laughs) we have one couple left that we need to talk to we missed one oh who violet and riley oh i thought we already spoke about them no we didn't yeah in vietnam yeah go ahead kate on those yeah just real quick there's not a ton here but uh he arrives they're playing this game who's who can resist hugging the other one they're they're very their energy is very silly and jokey with each other which is kind of cute um and so they're finally meeting after two years and he checks into the hotel they meet for dinner he gives her the pearls that he's so proud of that he bought for her (laughs) and it's pearl earrings a pearl bracelet and (laughs) necklace Mm -hmm. and she tells the cameras pearls are really common here i don't like pearls she's yeah she does not be around the bush that one no no (laughs) and then they're walking home from dinner or something like that and he's wondering what they're doing the next day and what are the plans and he's so excited to see her again because they're not staying together and she proceeds to tell him a, a laundry list of things that she's doing and maybe if you want i could see you tomorrow night and he says if if i want yeah, he didn't like that at no, all. He no. didn't like that at all. Um, so I think there's definitely going to be a little bit of tension there with the amount of attention that he needs. But she's a woman. She's a career. She has stuff going on. Um, she probably won't like that he hired a PI as well. So I don't think that would go down too well. No, just going to take a guess there. I don't think that would go down too well. Yeah. Now I have uh, um, an apology to make to the listeners because I, when we started this season of 90 day for the 90 days, I had said, I'm not happy about having returning. Remember I said to you, Kate, I don't want returning couples. Yeah. And I despise Gino, but they really are bringing it, dude. They are giving us a lot. Hey, this episode with these two dum-dums it was brilliant oh so much there starting with this very strange outfit in her their little intro video what is she wearing it's a shirt dress and it's blue and white very strange um so anyways gino took some viagra so that he could I can't please her and uh she describes getting poked in the back in the morning she's very excited about this but uh, he he still was unable to finish because he gets tired she says now we there's so much to break down just in that when she speaks to the camera she's not like well I was you know was woken up by us you know with a surprise this morning and it turned out very she's like i was woken up with his cock in my back and he went to and he didn't get and then he took the viagra and then you know but he didn't finish because he gets really tired i'm like edit we can edit jasmine we don't need to know all of this love there's a way of putting things no <laughs> no she's so straightforward it's hilarious she will say anything and i think that's why gino holds back from saying a lot because he knows this he knows that if he provokes her too much or says the wrong thing she will lay their lives bare to the viewers Uh... and it's that scares him too so um that all happens she's giving i've got to ask you no in this case if i'm mistaken of what i heard they getting ready to go out, right? She said in the two and a half years, that was the only the seventh time they've had sex. Did I hear that? You did. That is what she said. Yep. 
What? Just a few times a year. That was illuminating to me that she's so frustrated. I had no clue. I mean, obviously I knew he was terrible and bad and I knew he was boring, everything like that, but seven times? That's the entirety of their sexual relationship. Yep. Okay, carry on. I'm just going to sit on that. I just can't get over that. a lot to process. So then after the romp in the sheets, Gino is giving her gifts. He got her one of these travel packs that you put under your clothes. The Gino, the romantic. And he also got her one bundle of hair to which she responds. She wears at least 10 and her, the sum of the hair units that she buys is around $3,500. Can I say something, Jasmine? Stop wasting your money. Her hair looks terrible. I remember her like in the first season, she had naturally black. It was, it was nice hair. This hair is like too much. It takes away from her beauty. Like it's all over the place. It looks crap. I don't know what's going on, but she doesn't need to be spending that money. It's a lot of money. I need to go back and see that because I couldn't even remember what her hair looked like before. But uh, she says, you want a beautiful wife? This is what you do. Uh Again, again, very blunt. And I actually appreciate that in a 90 day couple when when if if it is a transactional relationship, I like when they're kind of open about it and they're like, listen, I'm this pretty young thing. And you're an old guy and you have money and you want to be with me on your arm. That's what it is. You better give me my hair bundles. You I, I think it's kind of funny. So uh, then Gino tells us that she thinks that she can just spend his retirement money and dip into that. And it's no big deal. And that they need to have a talk about finances because that's going to be a big thing with this prenup and everything. So then they go to the restaurant. Is that already? Yeah. So okay. he's he's stating that I accidentally told her that I have retirement funds and all of this. And da, da, da. So he's all nervous about this prenup. So they sit in this restaurant and she's trying to be all sweetie sweet and all nice. <laughs> and she's like, um, she's like, so um he says, listen, so there is something we need to talk about and him stumbling over his words. He's the most inarticulate. He's, he's, he's just, he has such a huge stunt in communication. I've never seen anything like it in a grown man. It's, it's, it's so stunted. And he said, you know, I've been working since I left university. I left college. And she's like, yes. And so she's already knows what's coming. And um, he goes, basically says that because of that you know if anything happens I want to make sure that you're taken care of and then she starts about the prenup but she's like I'm not sending a prenup and by the way they're having this huge argument about this prenup which gets bigger when they get back to the house she hasn't even mentioned that she wants him to write a will now before they even get married so she gets everything right I wonder when that's gonna come up not soon enough I mean it's (sighs) crazy so then so they start shouting in the restaurant or she does um if i think what else she's saying she's just saying she's not gonna do it right she says she gets silent for just a second and then says if you want to hear me from the bottom of my heart fuck you 100 times fuck you and then she takes off her engagement ring and gives it to him And he tells us that this is baffling because she has said things to him such as, I would rather you were dead than be with another woman in this lifetime. And then I, I mean, they really have all the elements of a perfect 90 day fiance couple, sex issues. He's a moron. She's insane. Money. She's a massive money grabber at this point it is so ridiculous what she how she speaks to him about money it is so transparent um they get back to the house and she's always crying constantly crying. this is day two by the way <laughs> like day two so she's sobbing again 
And then we find out, you know, says, you know, we, she didn't sleep in the bed last night. She slept in a separate bed. Where's the sister, by the way? That poor sister got booted out of that apartment as soon as Gino came. Anyway. <laughs> She's with the ex-boyfriend in his apartment next door. Yeah. So she, um, he's outside writing some, scribbling something on a piece of paper. And sh- his hands were shaking. I mean, he's terrified of her shaking. And then he goes and knocks her door and she comes out in this little two-piece pajama set. Yes. How are you? Well, I'm very angry at you. Very mad at you. He's like, well, look, um, uh, in his, his voice is, is kind of like swallowing and just, I want to make, you know, I, I've got a proposal. She goes, don't you mention a prenup. Don't you say a prenup. Don't you talk about a prenup. If you mention a prenup, there is no wedding. Think carefully about what you're going to say. I mean, he like shit himself. He basically shit himself on camera. He was so terrified of her. So he goes, I have something, you know, that's going to protect the both of you, us and, you know, make sure you're taken care of. And she just loses it and storms off. Right. Because she finally, she storms off and then he's talking to the producers about her. And then she comes in, are you talking about me? And he's like, well, yeah, we're doing a show. And, and then he's like, please just listen to this. She's like, fine. And basically if, he leaves her she'll get a greater amount but if she leaves him she won't really get anything (laughs) um, unless it's cheating if he leaves her because if yeah if there's cheating involved she'll get money basically on his end exactly so she she goes so i'm left with nothing i'm left with nothing and she takes it and she this is where it starts to elevate she rips into pieces throws it throws at him and he's like he does this weird swallowing thing. I mean, the man is like emotional wreck. He's like, he's like having some type of odd social reaction. It's weird to watch. And then he goes, well, I, I took a photo of it anyway. <laughs> like it was a legally binding document. He wrote it with the pe- the hotel pen. I mean, give me a break. I know. Um, then they go into full out war. She is screaming at him and just saying, I go back to my ex. My ex knows how to have sex. And you don't, you don't know. Hang on. I haven't got everything. I just remember what he shouts back. He's so shaking. He's like, that, that's all you, that's all you do. Shout, shout, shout. And you, you, you are the worst sex. That's, that was what he shouted at her. I mean, he is a fool. He is a shell of a human being he's saying why don't you go back with him because yeah she's like my ex is good looking and he's younger and he has money and he knows how to fuck me and da, 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 and he's right next door is the only thing she didn't say yeah and he's why aren't you with him why aren't you with him and i'm shouting at the tv what yeah why aren't you with him get away from yeah. this guy and her response is if only you knew and they that's when they should have just got a shot of his passport that's what they should have done there. That's why. That's why. Zoom in on the passport. Oh my gosh. He was a set. Me- she goes, You're terrible at sex. I mean, she was saying awful things to him. Can't come back from any of that. Then we see cut to next week. She's crying again. She's like, Oh, he's the <laughs> only one I loved. I mean, what is it, Kate? Because we have established that there is a very good-looking ex that lives in that apartment, which isn't cheap. So he must have a bit of money. So it's a passport then. Passport, maybe he doesn't want to be with her. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I think because she does say in this episode, and she's probably mentioned it before, that her last her her ex-husband left her with zero and she had nothing and she had these one or two however many kids she has yeah and so i think she gets set off by the prenup thing because she thinks the same exact thing's going to happen and it was a really hard time understandable but she's completely irrational and she cannot have a conversation and he cannot have a conversation either right so for the next 15 episodes whatever we have left of the season it's, I don't know how, are they just going to go up and down, up and down, up and down? I mean, this isn't going to culminate in a marriage, right? A wedding, I should say. 
you never know with this show, but I I can't even say at this point. I know that she is, she's determined to get married to him. I think, I think what he's done, I have a suspicion that, listen, we know this guy's really, really cheap. He lives in wherever he lives, no, somewhere. He lives in a tiny apartment or, or house or whatever. I think he's probably had a decent job since college. And I think he's probably got a lot of money saved. And I think he made the mistake that when he started dating her, he told her exactly how much he has. Bragging. That's the problem. Because I think he's probably really smart with money because he doesn't spend anything. He, he says, remember, there was a whole thing at the beginning that he doesn't spend any money. So he has probably got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars put away in retirement funds and IRAs and all of that stuff. I, I think that I, I think that's her. I think that's it. And any any probably bragged about it, but he bothers me with this stuff though because he acts like his grandma introduced him to this nice girl down the street. He met her on a sugar baby website. Yeah. And that's how he met his the previous women he was talking to. Right. So it does feel like a bait and switch to me. He's like, yeah. oh, I have all this money and I'm going to shower you in gifts. And then he shows up with a toothbrush and a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. And but he did spend $3,000 on the apartment, but only for one month. And it's just there's a lot of elements to this relationship that, and it, all of it's bad. Like it's all it's, so unhealthy. It is. He's just not, um, he's just not a pleasant person in any way, shape or form. He's just really unpleasant. And um, yeah, it's just going to get crazier and crazier and crazier. She, so I'm happy they're back. I've got to say, I've got to get back. I'm happy they're back. I enjoyed watching it. I she needs too. a big Papa figure. Like Kim Zolciak, like I'm trying she to think does. who she needs to be with. And she just needs to be with someone who will have so much sex with her, completely mm-hmm. dick her down, shower yep. her in gifts yep. and just give her the full treatment that she wants. She's never going to get all that from Gino ever, ever, ever. Just, she can go on a website and get it. Like, I don't know why she's wasting her time with him. She could find that on another website and that's what she should be doing. She wants to be on TV though, I think. Yeah. That must, that must be it. That's the only thing I can think of. She's like, oh, I want to remain relevant on TV. And yeah, I don't know. Man. Well, hate as we leave, as we leave our darling listeners with all of this, what, um, what do you have to say to them before we meet again next week? Uh, we are taking a week off for the 4th of July week. Yes. Uh, Polly and I are putting out 12 to 14 episodes a month or something. Yeah. So we just want a little break. Um, I'm doing a little traveling. So there's As that. You know, being, being English, it's a really, really important holiday for me, guys. Right. I love to just celebrate talk about it love it get harassed in the street so you know we just want to take the week off good times so uh there's that also please follow us on instagram at tender love and care podcast you can go uh check out all our silly memes and videos and um go to the link in the bio and you can find links to our patreon and everything you could need yeah you have a you have a shop right I have not plugged this in a while. Thank you, Kate. Yes, I keep forgetting. Guys, all of our links are all in our show notes. Click Wherever you're watching this right now, click on the show notes, check them out. Yes, go and check out my shop, A Brit in the Sun. You can follow me on Instagram, A Brit in the Sun. Pop culture merchandise heaven. Essentially, if you love the trash TV, which you evidently do because you're listening to us, I have a ton of housewives, TLC. I'm getting into the YouTuber girl world. If you know what I'm talking about, you know, we're talking foodie beauty. We're talking Amberlynn Reed. We're talking, who's that other one? Mostly those two and the whole girl world with Becky and all of the drama that's been going on with um, um, Destiny and Amberlynn Reed recently. So yes, we're talking about that. We have a merch for all of that, hats, t-shirts, bags, all the good stuff that you need. So go and follow me, a Brit in the sun on Instagram. Thank you so much, guys. You are Amazing. Thank you to all our subscribers who are getting extra episodes every month. There's only five bucks a month. This is Friday. We are releasing our latest episode in which we discuss 
the documentary shiny happy people about the duggars it is a hard one guys it is all about cult activity it's about the duggars how they got to where they are lots of financial talk as well which you'll appreciate um but check that out that's only available to our subscribers you can sign up via patreon or you can sign up in our feed all the links are in the show notes so check it out we love you have a wonderful holiday enjoy the rest and um yeah i think that's about it we will speak to you soon bye 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.